This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So if you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know words like feature quite heavily. So, if you've got kids listening, or you're easily offended, I'd highly advise you to Esteemed deaf pals, now it turns out some of you have been complaining that these episodes aren't long enough. <laughs> well then, you'll be dying to know that this isn't all of it, you wonderful twits. After you've finished hearing how your favourite guests are going to peg it, they join me over at Six Feet Under to read through your real-life death-related anecdotes and tell us what they're taking to the grave with them. Something that's annoying. Your mum. <laughs> <laughs> For just two ninety nine a month, you get all that and every episode completely ad-free. <sighs> the dream. So, as the Grim Reaper says, get on with it and subscribe. Head to where there's a will, there's wake.com for details. Right, let's get cracking. Hello, I'm Kathy Burke, and welcome to this dugout darkness of the podcast sphere, where your post always arrives a week late and your next door neighbour is always nosy. Seriously, can you just mind your own fucking business? Elvis, is that you on the bog again? Careful, babe, that's how you got here in the first place. Proceed with caution. As we hear the sweet sound of the biting of dust, it's time to welcome our next guest to this den of despair. While some podcasts look at history, we talk about what happens when you become history. That's right, we chat about what's happening when you finally snuff it, from the funeral to the wake to the grisly death itself. Welcome to Where there's a will, there's a wake. And joining us today to discuss what's going to happen when they finally see that bright light is the wonderful Khan. Do you like that? Can I just say? I didn't expect this to be as scary as it is. <laughs> Can we high five? Oh, it's let's, so let's nice. bring some energies in here. But it is a, what you're going to bring some spirits back and that. Look at this table. Well, I am the spirit. I am. This is a purgatory, babe. So this is sort of the waiting room, and we decide. Well, you decide whether you want to go to heaven or hell. Who's actually decided hell? Has someone decided hell before? Well, I don't know whether they have, but you know there are some people that don't believe in either. So, you know, they're quite happy to sort of stay hovering with me here in purgatory, you see. I mean, no, hovering with you for eternity would be a good laugh. Do you reckon? Yeah, but not hell. Yeah. Like, in it, I know some people are like, oh, we're, we're living in hell right now. I'm like, I don't think we are. Yeah, yeah. We've got Wi-Fi. But some people's idea of hell, you know, people that are hedonists, that like to drink, that like to gamble, that like yeah. to cheat on their lovers, they love a bit of hell. They love the sound of it, you see, Gus. I mean, they like the concept of whatever it is in their head, yeah. But if you go from, like, this very staunch theological point of view, yeah, mm-hmm. across all those Abrahamic religions, 
I'm not trying to have my bollocks burning for eternity. <laughs> that'd hurt. That'd hurt. But it's so nice to meet you. We tried to get you for the first series, but you're so blooming busy. And I'll tell you what I'm really chuffed about. What happened? You're bringing back Man Like My Bee. Swear, swear down you like it. I love it. No, actually. I love Eight and Eight. I love, I love my bean. I, I can't remember your daughter's name. Sister, sister. Little Axa. Little Axa. I honestly think it's terrific. There's, there's nothing that I think has resonated with the people, in particular working class people, like man like Mo Bean. So I, I was like, we have to go again. We have nice, to go again, you know? nice. And that is on the iPlayer. Is it the iPlayer? Because I know it's on net. You can catch up with the first, second and third series on Netflix. But mm. now, I saw the other night, BBC Two are re-showing it as well, aren't they? I think so. I don't really read emails that much, right? Good and for I, you. But you think, because, you know, we're all busy, aren't we? Like, yeah, we're we've busy. Got, we've got people to see. We've I got to say, like, can't be wasting my time <laughs> reading fucking emails. So, you're right. That's just reminding me. Apparently, it is on BBC Two. I don't know the date or the time. Mm-hmm. But the new one is going to be on iPlayer. And it all drops at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, they can just watch it all in one shot on the iPlayer. Brilliant. Well, congratulations, because I think it's terrific. You know, I really, really love it. Thank you. And I was really chuffed when I heard it was coming back. What I love about you and your story is because you started off on YouTube, wasn't it? You know, even as you say that, uh-huh. that sounds like it was a, <laughs> that sounds it was like a calculated plan. Uh-huh. I, to this day, can still remember when Haroon, his nickname's Barry, my best mate, goes, <laughs> oh, we're getting on now. And we was like 28, 29, and I was like, we are. He goes, you always talked about stand-up and this and that, but you've never done it. Like, we always made each other laugh. You laugh at work when I was a teacher, you're making, you know, it's just, it's just who we are as people. Yeah. And he's the one that uploaded the first, like, me trying to be funny video. But it wasn't like, I think I'm going to put this on YouTube. And then yeah. put it on Facebook. You're just banging stuff out. And here we are now. It's mad. It's mad. And you know what, though? I just think that's what's brilliant about the modern world is that there is accessibility. You know, I don't know anybody that could afford to send their child to drama school when I was growing up. And you know what's really interesting as well? Your friend Haroon? Yeah, yeah. Nicknamed Barry? Yeah. My brother's called Barry. Is His he... nickname, Haroon. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get on with it? <laughs> I do actually have a brother called Barry. I'm not... <laughs> so I can't resist that. <laughs> right. Oh, God. So should we get on with this then? We're going to kick off with... The Oh, fucking hell, they've made a meal out of that, haven't they? (laughs) (laughs) So, before we get into your demise, the last meal. We're big foodies on this show. What do you want for your last meal? What would my last meal be? Yes. My last meal would be very lean. It would be a piece of bread. Oh, okay. And a cheese, like a one little thin cheese in it. Maybe a bit of butter. Why? So, tell you why. Yeah. I don't want to mug anybody off because this is real what happens, yeah? That's so right. I've been to I've been to a lot of funerals in my life. Lost a lot of people close to me. And in 
you might say South Asian Muslim tradition, it's up to designated family members to wash the body of the person who's deceased. Oh, right. So head to toe. It's very respectful. There's a cloth over mm. the body, but you wash like all the fundamental areas um, and then get them prepared for the funeral. Yes. We've been in... I don't know why people pick me. But I get picked a lot. Sometimes I just get a text message on WhatsApp or whatever. It would be like, "Oh, because you want to come down?" And be like, oh, "I don't even. I don't. I don't really know him. Like, I've never met the. I've dude. Never, never. No, I've met him like four times, but I don't know. But you know. So anyway, yeah, yeah. we're there, and what the thing is, it can be quite solemn, but then that's a bit boring as well, and it. So you like to have a little laugh, and then some people. So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is like I know what my bowels are like. Oh, okay. Okay, so I've had a truffle burger, and yeah. I'm in a bit of trouble right now, right. if I'm honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how long we've got left. Okay. So the last thing I want to do, yeah, is have this meal of my dreams, yeah? Chicken fillet burgers, family buckets, Parmesan truffle burgers. Yes. Then die, mm. all my cousins, possibly my sons. Yeah, uh -huh. some random uncle, uh -huh. and then when they're washing me, <laughs> blast out a massive posthumous shit. Oh, gee. Do you know, do you get one? Because you, do, you can't, you know what I mean? Stuff's coming out. It's yeah, happening before. You can't control it because you're dead. You're dead. It's that, thank you. All the muscles is relaxed. Yes. I think they're about as relaxed as they're going <laughs> to... <laughs> but you can, you, you can see what I'm saying. Like, I can. Be my, it'll be my worst nightmare. So you want to stick to white bread, cheese... But I know them stuff clog me up. It will bind you. Yeah, it binds me up. <laughs> it's like, a, bri like a brick in there Like a brick in there <laughs> I'm thinking of that Bob Marley song Stir it up But he said Stir it up Bind it up Little darling <laughs> Right okay Well that's very interesting Gus Khan <laughs> White bread and cheese To bung you up So you don't defecate All over some random uncle Who's giving you a wash? Yeah, and I know my kids. If my kids are there, yeah. that's all they'll talk about. And will it make them laugh as well? It will. Say? It will make them laugh, but are they loud? You know, some people's kids are. Yeah, we script. Oh yeah, my dad shit himself. I thought he was dead. He was dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a problem. I don't want that rep. But we'll make sure that doesn't happen. Okay. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this. Short break. This is an advertisement for BetterHelp Therapy Online. Goddess Charlie, you all right? You look a bit tense. What makes you say that? Well, <laughs> you're biting your nails and your leg is shaking like a horny chihuahua. Oh yeah, now you mention it, I do feel a bit stressed. Come on then, spill the beans to Auntie Kath. What's on your mind? That's the weird thing, I don't actually know. It could be the endless sleepless nights I spend strategising on how I'm going to get a ticket to Glastonbury this year, or it could be the triple espresso I necked to make sure I didn't fall asleep on the way to work. Blimey goddess, whatever it is, you should invest some time in getting to the bottom of it. You're right. It's no good letting things fester and get out of control, especially when it's so convenient to talk to therapists now. Ah, oh, you mean our friends at BetterHelp? Precisely. It's entirely online and suited to your schedule. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash wake. That's Better H-E-L-P dot com slash wake. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So now we're going to move on to... The Death. So, Gus Khan, how did you die? How did I die? <laughs> look at you looking at me like, no, I didn't know you were going to ask me this. <laughs> no, I did, but like, look, if I go statistically, uh-huh. a lot of the lads in my family, heart attacks. Oh, babe, okay. Well, you've got to watch the old truffle burgers, Do you want mate. Do you want yes. Should I tell you how old my old man was? Go on. 36. No. 36 KO'd. Wowza, yeah. that's sad. I know, he bounced. He just said, that's enough, and he was gone. Oh. So that's very young. So obviously, he was a bit worried, and you're right, i got to watch the Truffleberg situation. Yeah. I hope it's not traumatic. Right. Because I've seen the aftermath of that. I personally believe whenever you're tired, whether it's traumatic or not, when it's your time to go, you're time to go. Yeah? Yes. It's like, it was It was meant to happen, it was meant to be. Cry about it a bit, every weekend. But, yeah, oh, yeah. He's, fucking, he's dead. <laughs> I miss God. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. But, you know, life goes on. You've mm-hmm. got to keep going on. I would prefer it not to be traumatic. I would like it to be quick. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, some people hang about. Uh-huh. No, you know, some, some people live in like, Uncle, you could have gone a while ago. You're uh-huh. taking a piss now. Yeah, because yeah. it's not like it's good vibes. Every day is like, oh. You know, you know when every day is like, oh. It's like, Uncle, you're the one that said, you know, like DNR. You know, do not resuscitate. It's oh, his, yes. It's box, yeah. You're the one yes. at 96 years old who said, if I do, make sure you resuscitate me. And now you're here going, oh, hit, ha, 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 hit. You know what I mean? He's, he's longing it out. So the pain yes. is kind of on his own head. I'd like it to go peaceful. I'd like it to go quick. I've killed over. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've seen the other side of it. A lot of close family members have had cancers and, you know, pretty terrible cancers. Mm. And it's really sad to watch them do their thing. Like, for me, like my, one of the closest people to me, my group, he's like, he's like my brother. And he, um, he got stomach cancer and he was in a hospice. Now, I'd never known anyone who's been in a hospice. None of my family had known anybody. And because he's so young, yes. it was weird. He was only 27. Oh, darling. He was very, Gee, he, he was weird. super. Yeah, so I was 25. I just had my first little one. And I always look back and I regret because, you know, we're not, especially at the time, we weren't like, I want to say like modern, forward-thinking gentlemen. Uh-huh. We were like lads. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was ill for a while and he was like, he was telling us about different symptoms that he had and stuff. And we were all like, yeah, it's because you eat a lot, a lot yeah, of donut. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. lamb donut. And then people are like, oof, lamb donut is going to kill you one day. I remember, and look what happened. Yeah, he's oh, gone. Darling. So, so we, <laughs> we was in a hospice. And again, I want to apologise to Comtry Hospice, Might and Hospice, because they're very respectful people, okay? Yes. And in your average hospice room, there's the individual who's afflicted with what they're afflicted with, and they've got two family members. Uh-huh. Because that's the rules, yeah? In P's room was him, afflicted with the illness, and... 873 people. <laughs> well, right and all, because he was young. You know what I mean? No, but still, I, I now I accept he was a bit noisy. One day someone bought a... You know what a doll is? A what? A doll. Nah. A doll is like... Oh, yeah, no, I like that, so yeah. they've bought... But it was 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it was 3 a.m. because someone has gone... He's only got a few hours left. And right. one of his mates, one of our mates has got it into his head. He loves the doll. Yeah. I've got to play it at 3 a.m. at the hospice. Don't do that. No. That's not a good idea. Okay. But I, what I'm saying is I've seen, like, the, the stretched-out version of death and how painful it is 
But in a weird way, he kind of like, it's my time and I'm out, but he's more my, my uncle and auntie. They'll never forget no. seeing their 27 year old. He so was like, taken too young from them. Yeah, and you see, it's hard to remember someone in a really positive way uh-huh. when you've your last moments and memories of them are like that. But I'm sure as time has gone on, guys, you do remember him before he was dying. Yeah. You know, you must have all those lovely, <laughs> fun memories. We have, no, we have, incre- we have incredible memories. What, mm. what I really like about him is in it. <laughs> He said to never say it, but I'm sure he'll enjoy the word. He kept pretending to die. Did he? Amazing. Yeah, I think I'd do that. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. fun. And this was what's so weird is I'll never be able to get it out of my head. Yeah, we still talk about it. it's all our cousins, like my sisters, all of us when we're together. Yeah, and we're like, this was 48 hours before we actually left this realm. It's 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 quite dangerous actually. The position we're in. He could go any moment. His stats are very low, and he <laughs> four or five times he was like, ah. Oh, <laughs> and, then, and then I don't, I don't want to be a stereotype but in times of death Asian aunties it doesn't uh, matter which demographic they're from <laughs> Sikh, Muslim Hindu, they're very loud right <laughs> now I've already told you about the drum player that yes. came in the door play at 3am now they're, scre- they're screaming right they're wailing yeah, and then yeah. they'll be like <laughs> Uh, he wasn't gone. Right. Uh, we thought that was hilarious. Yes. Right? The aunties, but you know, by the third time he did it, they slapped him. They, well, <laughs> <laughs> they, should, they should have slapped him, but they were, go- you know, the wailing. Yeah, he was yeah. like, oh, and they were going, ah. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All the energy had gone. The first one was like, ah. And then the third one was like, hi. Uh, He's dead or no? He's dead or no? Somebody check. <laughs> That's beautiful. So I'll never forget that. But I don't, basically, what I mean is like, if that's my challenge and I have to go through that, because yes. of all the things that I've done in life, and that's the thing I have to, you know, go through, I get it, but I just don't want to, just purely because of what it does to the people you leave behind, you know? Yes. No, absolutely. But, you know, I think when you lose someone like that, that can be very difficult. But speaking of deep things, so any regrets, anything you wish you hadn't done? While you were with us, uh, the, probably the most important person in my life is my mom. Uh huh. So she's a really good mom, unbelievable woman, mm. boss woman. Like when we were growing up, our house door would get knocked on from our neighbours who were from West Africa, Jamaica, like Poland. Everyone would she was called the letter lady. The what, lady? The letter, letter lady, letter, letter uh-huh. lady. So everyone bring a letter to her to translate. Okay, right? beautiful. So mum was like a proper, important part of the community, yeah? Yes. And my sisters were very good girls. <laughs> very well behaved. Okay. Never gave mum a headache. Spoke like that a little bit, mm-hmm. even though we're from Coventry and Birmingham. And I think I just gave her unnecessary amounts of headache from a very early age. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes I see it in her face where people are reminiscing about their sons. And their sons were nobbies as well. Uh-huh. But their mums are like, yeah, but <laughs> my mum's like, this motherfucker. Like she's very, she's very open with how she feels. Mm. So when I look back, I'm like, all them times the old Bill came and knocked the door. Or, like, there's this one time 
There's a, I think it was one of the first times we were in a in the back of a van, yeah? And mm. they were like, you're all getting arrested. We were in about 14, 15. And I remember saying, just take me to prison. And they were like, <laughs> I beg your pardon. I said, just take me to live in there. I said, just, just say I'm dead. I've gone. And they oh, yeah. were like... Are you okay, son? <laughs> Are you okay? I was like, I would, if you're going to take me home to my mom <laughs> yeah, and yeah. say, we've brought your son home because he's been, I said, she's going to kill me on the doorstep in front of you. <laughs> then she's going to catch a murder charge. Yeah, yeah. And when I think about like some of the headaches that I put her through, I'm like, I hope she just forgives me for that. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. the last thing I want is like, if my old dear's alive after me, She's just very, it's funny, she's just very honest. And then she's like, oh, he's dead. And he never said sorry for that. Oh. Do you get what I mean? Like, yes. I, don't, I don't want my spirit to be floating somewhere. Yeah. And then a higher being's like, you're a prick. Apart from that, I think everyone else, any altercations that I had, they kind of deserved it. And we're very similar, you know, girls. Because I didn't know this about you losing your dad. Because my mum died when I was nearly two. Oh, sorry to hear that. And uh, and I've got two older brothers. What? Who also went to grammar school. Did they? Yeah. And Who, Haroon? I, Haroon went grammar school? Haroon went to grammar school. <laughs> yeah. John and Haroon <laughs> went to grammar school. You know, they were sort of bright boys and... They're not, I mean, they've got London accents, but they don't. My dad was Irish, and my dad used to say to me, and I'd why do you talk like that? <laughs> what? Where's this cock? Because I'm, I'm from London, anyway. How do you expect I'm going to fucking talk? I mean, I was so horrible. I really was, like, the rough one, you know, like the proper runt of the litter. But So it was you three, right? Yeah, yeah. So for you, when you saw them lot doing their thing, yeah, yes. what made you say, that's not for me? That. I don't know. Isn't it strange? Because, but even when I was a tiny little kid, because we lived on the ground floor of these flats, and I'd be four years old, and I, summer holidays, I could open my bedroom window, I'd climb out of the window, I'd go across to the swing park... Nothing was open. I'd squeeze through the fence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, through the bars, just sort of wander around. But then I'd have to come back. And, of course, I, it was like, oh, right, now what do I do? Because I'd get hungry. And you think, oh, I want some cornflakes. I better go back home. And you go, and I'd be standing outside the front door. I remember this one particular time thinking, what do I do, though? Because my brothers were still in bed. My dad would have gone to work, school holidays. Yeah. And I remember knocking on the door, and my I never forget my brother John opening the door, looking at me, just going, "Where the hell?" <laughs> it's about four, you know. Well, I've just beat it apart. <laughs> uh, there might have been a discussion about what are we going to do about this, because my brothers, you know, even though they were a lot older, they weren't adults. So the solution that they come up with was get me a key. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a key on a string round my neck. And then, and there was a milk crate outside the front, so I could stand on the crate, open, <laughs> open the door, and get in and not disturb them. You're the most gangster baby in North. <laughs> you're the most gangster baby in North London. Are you it's all anyone out there in North who thinks you're a real bad man? You never had your own house key at four years old. <laughs> well, maybe I was five, but no, I'm sure I was about four. 
Four or five, hey, yeah. Listen, four or five, that's still <laughs> young. I know, but this, listen, I'm talking about the 60s, Guz. You know, it was empty. Yeah. And, you know, there were pedos about, but you sort of knew <laughs> them. They lived in the flats. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be like, we didn't call them pedos then. What did we call them? What would you call flashers or nonces? Do, or, I don't do, remember calling them pedos. Do you know? Do you know? That's just reminding me of a sentence, yeah? <laughs> that's just brought back a really vivid memory for me, yeah? Go on. You're right. Everybody knew the local nonce brigade, yeah? Yes. They'd be dotted about, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And I remember we was walking along and my auntie had gone to my uncle in Punjabi, like, Karabandai mm-hmm. means very, very dangerous, very bad person. Okay. And my, uh, we were all standing about eight of us. Yeah. And my uncle said, Don't worry, he won't touch our kids. I know him. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> he said it. Oh dear, that's very good though. It's terrible, but it's very good. He's worried about. He's worried uh, about his own, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we know him. He won't touch our kids. Oh dear. Right. Okay. Oh, so, no. well, that's good. You do regret being a bad boy, but you're no longer a bad boy, and I'm sure your beautiful mummy totally forgives you. So now we're going to move on to uh, reincarnation. I think are we goddess Naya? So. What happens after you're dead? And if you're going to be reincarnated, what would you like to be out of this choice of three? Animal, vegetable or mineral? Has anyone chosen mineral before? Yeah, loads of... Mineral? Mineral is the sort of favourite choice, actually. I'll be honest with you, from like a theological standpoint, some of my closest friends... Um, are followers of Hinduism and within Hinduism reincarnation is a huge thing Mm -hmm. after understanding the the beauty of it I get completely why just under half of them want to come back as beautiful things Mm -hmm. to be a reminder of how wonderful nature is Uh and God's creation and all that good stuff and then the other half I'm like them which is their like my God life is a mission yeah. Mm. It's proper hard to get it right. Yes. I suppose for us, because of our lives, for some people it can be a bit sedate. Mm. And I feel bad for them. You know, like sometimes it's like life's good, everything's secure at home, you're gonna go to this school, then that uni, you get that. Right, yes. You know, I, I get but for us, like it could have gone so bad. Even like ten years ago, uh-huh. things for me were like I'm gonna, they were dodgy, yeah? Yes. In terms of my, the choices I was making. Okay. I feel like if I come back as a cheater, yeah? The right. fastest of all, I'd be the fat one. And, no, I would. <laughs> and I would. <laughs> no, I mean, I'd have yeah, diabetes. Yeah. Like, I'd be, I'd be like, oh, what's he? <laughs> all the rest of the tube be running there. All yeah, my siblings yeah. would be running, running fast. And I'd just be there like, nah, I can't be. <laughs> my blood sugar's gone. Look, like, I feel like, I've made quite a mess of this life. Right. Even if I came back as a cliff, I'd fall on someone. (laughs) A shard of me would fall. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So I'm quite happy with doing this turn that we're doing now. Hopefully being a good person. No, no. Being a good person and then just seeing it out and saying, I've completed it. Well, good for you because, you know, this is great. You're, You're basically saying to me... I don't want to be reincarnated, thank you very much. Look, do you like me? I love you. This is very kind of you, mm. and if you do love me, yeah. you don't want me back again. Oh, do I not? You're no. saying, Guz, run. Okay. 
You leave him. Great. Well, that's it. You're not coming back. I'm not. Beautiful. Lovely listeners, before we get into hearing all about Guzzy's perfect funeral, if you find yourself wanting more fun, death-related content, head on over to our subscription podcast, Six Feet Under, where we have bonus content from our wonderful guests. We read through your real-life funeral tales. And the fart went, like, with the laughter. (laughs) So lovely. It was really cute. Send your stories to Kathy at deathpodcast.co.uk and we take it to the grave, a dead good quickfire game. Plus, you get all episodes completely ad-free. So what are you waiting for? Head to where there's a will, there's wake.com for details on how to subscribe. Let's move on to the funeral. The funeral. So, what's going to happen? Um, so... Generally, if, if you are Muslim, you die as a Muslim, you need to be buried as soon as possible. So there's no cremations or like really embalming and stuff like that. Right. So y- you go in the freezer and then you've got to get this body in the ground as soon as you can, yeah? Uh-huh. Which I quite like. I don't like the, you know, look, some people have like, it's very stately and there's a big procession and mm. all that. I think... Some people, you mean like the royal family? Them, no. <laughs> no, them, you know what I mean? Them, them Some not. people. Yeah, them, you know, people. <laughs> a minority of <laughs> extremely wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really like, you're dead, mate. Mm. What is all this about? Yeah. Just get on with it now, yeah? Uh-huh. So I quite like the speed of it. So you don't get cremated? Muslims don't? No. No cremation? Okay. No cremation. It's like, there's a bit of a significance to why that is. So everybody goes in this white cloth. Right. Regardless of how much money you had, your position in this world, your wealth, your intelligence, it's meant to signify that all of you are going in that white cloth and you're all going in the same ground. Right. So it's like uh, something you're meant to ponder on a lot in life, uh-huh. which is don't think you're a big one, don't think you're better than that person because in the end of the day, yeah. and it all comes quick, yeah, you're all yeah. going same place, That's you're all it. going in the same cloth. Then there's another nice little thing which happens, which is if you got sons and daughters, mm. you know, the soil that goes on top of you, yes. they get the first right to put it on. So it's quite... And any time I've ever done it, it's really like a cathartic, yes. beautiful process. Yeah. So I think that's what it will look like, literally. And and then life goes on. And I, I would quite like that to be... Even though it sounds really regimented... No, I, no, I think it sounds very good, actually. Yeah, you know, so that's what it will look like. Can I just tell you one thing which is completely unrelated that I don't like? Go on. I'll tell you the truth. Yeah. You know what people have done at the last few funerals I've been to? What? They've asked me at the bloody funeral to shout out their dessert business. Their dessert business? Swear down, brother, can you come here? What? I <laughs> swear to God, bro. They've pu- they've pulled out their Instagram and they've like, oh, it's dirty, they're very sad. Now, listen to me. I've opened up... Uh, <laughs> I've opened up Ishtiak's Ish Waffle House. Can you do us a video? And you've got someone crying there in the back. Gee whiz. Yeah, and you, it's awkward. Oh, I see. I thought you meant at the funeral. They want you to stand up. No, 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 no. <laughs> Go to the waffle house after. <laughs> no, they will. Don't put that idea out there. They'll want that. There's about 800 people that turn up. <laughs> Fill out it. But he asked me to do promo. Amazing. So uh, that's another at my funeral. No, don't yeah. ask anyone to do promo. No selfies. No selfies, no promo. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> People are weird. People are very strange. So who's going to meet you? You know, now you're gone. 
Who do you want to meet you at the pearly gates? So, here's what I think. You know people do the pearly gate thing? Yeah, yeah. They're all clouds and that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Clouds? Yeah, you know. Cl oh, clowns, I thought you said. Clouds. Clouds, yeah, clouds, yeah, yeah. clouds, clouds, clouds. clouds. <laughs> 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 no, difficult. I don't, I don't reckon it'll be like that. I reckon it'll be nature, yeah? Now, even though it's not my default thing, mm -hmm. yeah, like nature, I would... If I've done good, inshallah, yeah, oh. then I hope that, like, your eyes just open up and it's, like, green and water, except you don't have to worry about rattlesnakes and midges and oh. mosquitoes. No, I would, if it is, the next thing is for good, mm. take your time with it, like, wander about a bit. Like, I like talking to people, mm -hmm. yeah? So I'd love to bump into a stranger and be chatting for, like, six days, like, how the fuck are you, what are you... Where have you come from? And yeah, imagine yeah. someone from like 869. Yeah. And they're chatting shit. And you're like, he's chatting shit, this geezer. Yeah, but yeah. you've got forever anyway. <laughs> There's a lot of people that I'd love to see. And then mm. I'd love to kick it with the people that have gone that I really respected. Like Malik Al Shabazz, like to Malcolm X and how, and the hardships he went through, how his dad was burnt alive in their house as a kid. And he went on to be one of the most prominent voices of his generation. Mm -hmm. Muhammad mm -hmm. Ali, like, mm -hmm. my God, like, is Cher dead? Cher's not dead. I'd mate. like to see Silla Black. You don't want to see Silla Black, do I you? Wallah, I swear <laughs> to God, I want to... If Silla's up there... Really? I, I'm a big fan of Silla Black. See, that's a dinner party you don't expect. Silla Black, Malcolm X, and who's the other one? Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali and Silla. <laughs> I mean, gee, why did you like Silla Black so much? I tell you the truth, I fancied her. Did you? Yeah, swear down. I don't wow. know what it was. I was only young. Yeah, yeah. Nine, ten, there was a, I, it was her energy. So when you were watching Blind Date, you were like, I want you, Silla. I couldn't... <laughs> I never know what to do with this because I I'm could, so old. I could never understand mm. how all them perverts would come on the chairs yeah. and they would be like, you get out of the way, Silla. It's about you. About I think it. it's because she was ginger. I'd never seen a ginger person in real life. Oh, really? <laughs> I never seen, until I was about 12, 13, I'd never seen a ginger person. Really? No redheads in Coventry? Never. There was one uncle, but he wasn't really my type. Uh, <laughs> well, that's fascinating. Well, we'll make sure that happens for you. We'll make sure the trees are green, the water is flowing, Scylla is sat on a rock singing, surprise, surprise. <laughs> While Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X put in some earplugs. <laughs> we shall make sure that happens for you, Buzzcar. <laughs> So, in this bit, we um, a eulogy. So, you've got somebody to do a eulogy for us, have you? I did. Go on, who did you get? It's Barry, isn't it? Oh, is it? It's Barry. <laughs> it's rude. Now, I want to give you a precursor, yeah? Okay. I don't know if he's done it because I ain't listened to it, but Barry puts on a pretend voice. Oh, does he? He does. Like a phone voice? Yeah, but worse. Oh, he okay. sounds like a he sounds like a weird. He doesn't even sound like that in real life. Yeah, so yeah. I just want to say, however he sounds and whatever he says. Okay. This is fake Barry. Telephone Barry. Telephone Barry. Let's let's have a listen to the eulogy for Gus Khan. Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends, today we gather here to celebrate the life of a truly remarkable individual, Gus Khan. It is with heavy hearts and a profound sense of loss that we bid farewell to a man who brought joy and laughter into our lives. Guz was not just a comedian, he was an extraordinary human being 
who touched the lives of everyone he encountered. To me, Guz was more than a friend. He was my best mate, my confidant and a brother. We shared an unbreakable bond forged in fires of childhood adventures and together we navigated the winding roads of life. But Guz was more than just a funny man. He possessed a heart full of compassion and care that knew no bounds. I remember the countless times he uplifted my spirits when I was down, turning my tears into laughter with a well-timed joke or a funny story. His ability to bring light into the lives of others was God, it has barriers. <laughs> This profound loss, it may feel like the laughter oh, has gone out of our God. lives forever. Goes I know what's happened. What's that? Shut it! Shut it! Can I pause? Can I pause? Can I pause that one second, please? Yeah, can we? I'll, I'll tell you what has happened here. Let me tell you. Let me explain. Because if you know me well enough by now, oh dearie me, you know mm. my best mate. Yeah. Ain't gonna be chatting that sh yeah. shit. <laughs> What's happened is, yeah, the gaffer Naya has said, "Have you got that eulogy for me?" Yes. And I forgot about the eulogy. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about it. Yeah, yeah. So I've messaged him. Yeah. At eleven fifty-nine last night. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why. I've said to him. Yeah. I'm dead. He's gone. What's happened? I said, "No, I'm dead." In <laughs> Can you send me a eulogy? The way he's, he's gone on chat GPT. Okay. <laughs> Have you heard of this? No, no, no. Ch chat GPT <laughs> is an AI website. Oh, right. You go in and say, my mate Guz is dead. Yeah. And it will give you that. So he's got some shit right. from <laughs> yeah, Elon yeah. Musk's land. Yes. And he's just really not thinking he's clever. But that's not even really what he wants to say. No. He's waffling. What's he's all this... Oh, he was a tremendous. I know, I know. Person. It's a lot of old bollocks. He's saying shit. Because really, he just called me a prick. Yeah. <laughs> and it would have been quicker, Barry. <laughs> Guz Khan, prick. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we do appreciate the effort, Barry, even though we talked over you and just. We don't, we don't, Barry, actually. You're being nice. <laughs> oh, dear. Beautiful. Don't. Go anywhere, we'll be back after this short break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. And now we move on to... The will and the wake. So, the wake. 
after we've had the funeral. I mean, what do you guys do? So, do you have a party? Do you have a celebration? Um, Where's the? F- is there food? There's food. Okay. Actually, at the last funeral, I bought pizzas, which the crust was stuffed with cheeseburger. Basically, it was quite party-ish. Stuffed with cheeseburger? Yes, yeah, so and burger meat. They chop it up and they put it in the crust of the pizza with cheese. What the fuck? That's why why th- do they do When did they start doing this? I don't know. Uh, Hamza's pizza does it in coffee. <laughs> so, Jeez. So, so, he's, so that's just the crust. Okay. But the olders, oh. they weren't happy. No. Because that's party food. Yes. Yeah, isn't it? It's it party. is party food. Yeah, my yeah. uncle saying, my brother is dead. Uh-huh. And you are fucking ha ha hoo hoo. He didn't like it. Yes, didn't like yes. it. So I had to pull back on that. I think I might quite, if I know in advance, but remember, it's the opposite of what I was saying about dying quick. Yes. If I know, I might just record a just ripping everybody. Because that's what I do. I'm notorious for just like, let's have it. Then they. So I might actually, sooner rather than later, record a video just ripping the shit out of my kids. Useless nice. bastards, the just misses. Just roast them all. Everybody right? roasted. And that might be quite a nice thing. If somebody wants to do some good yeah. for like charitable causes, it'd be good to throw on a gig. All my mates, that you know, jump on the mic. You do, Everyone there, just do it. And then all the money goes to a good cause. That'd be nice. That sounds lovely. That That'd sounds like nice. a lovely thing to do. You know? It's this thing. It's called... Um, which means like the thing that you do which lasts on after your soul's gone. Oh, nice. And it's always based around charity and doing good for other people. So maybe that'd be a really, like every year maybe, to pick something of a worthy cause. Yeah, but then they'd be, come year five, I'd be like, fucking guys, I need my money for myself. I've got to go and run a fucking charity. He's all right. His daddy's in the ground. Okay, <laughs> we just call a cap. We'll do, we'll do an 18 month one. Um, but yeah, that, that, that'd be nice. That sounds lovely. And what about, talking about paying, what about the will? What have you got and who's going to get it? This is a big issue. Oh, is it? We're a big problem. Yeah. Right. I say this because we've never, (laughs) in the lineage of our family, we've never really had much to leave. Yeah, I understand. Yeah? Yeah. But it's changed a bit now. So I look at my kids and I see two that were born prior to any of this comedy stuff. When mm. life was hard. Yeah. And you were a teacher. Yes. So when I'm talking about Wills, two of my kids have seen hard, harsher times. These latest two, I don't like the vibe. And really? They're little Kardashians. Like, <laughs> like, we make, like we make a big point of always doing like really normal stuff. Uh-huh. When it comes to the Will, my daughter is a very special person to me. She's the only one I've got. Mm. I was raised by three women. And so I think it's, ingrained in me that I see the the best qualities in her as okay. a young woman, yeah? Now, the boys... So, she can have 50% automatically. Wonderful. What I've got. She's yeah. a, that's hers. Yeah, yeah. Now, what about these three ones? Yeah, what about these? What about these three? Bastards. Bastards. <laughs> Ironically, you know people talk about energies and circles, yeah? I see in them what my mum probably saw in me, like... Oh, right. You fucks. Okay. <laughs> she probably should think the same thing about me. Mm. Sensible daughter, wonderful person. Violent daughter. Okay. She kicks the fuck out of them three. <laughs> good. That, that, yeah, good, but that aside, she's, you know. Yeah, yeah. 50% of my daughter. Uh-huh. I would leave increments to them. I want to leave some for my nieces and nephews that I told you I'm very close of course, to. If my sister, If my sisters are still here, because I, I love them and respect them so much, then I'm going to build a granny flat at the back of my house where me and my missus live. Yeah. And then them three quite like each other. 
So they can just mill about and be aunties in their late 80s. Do you know what I mean? Beautiful. So that's what I'll do. But the boys, I need to see younger, Kathy. Uh, Is that bad? I don't think kids should be spoilt. But they do have to learn how to fend for themselves. Yes. Otherwise, what are they going to do? And one more thing I'll say is that in Asian community... I've seen something over and over again, and it really upsets me. So if someone's mum or dad did well... Yes. ...they never made a will. Right. Right? The majority of the time I mean this, they never made a will. Yes. And then brothers and sisters who were like that... Mm. ...over money. Yes. Even in my own family, I've seen it happen, uh-huh. and I've leaned back and I've been like... No, no, if this is what we've come to, this is what you man have... You're going to lose 35 years of brotherhood, sisterhood, etc., etc., for a fucking one-bedroom flat in Edinburgh. Mm. You're mad. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't want that. So you're right. I will leave a will mm. because I don't want none of that business going No, no, on. it's very important, I think. Very important. Because some people go, oh, well, I've got kids, so it'll just go to the kids. Mm-mm. But you've got to make sure that it's evened out properly, you know? So... Well, now you're dead and all that. We know that, you know, you're going to split everything you've got. But is there anything you wouldn't want anyone to find? Is there anything you think, shit, I better get rid of that before I peg it? Um, <laughs> a silly one Yeah. is, I hope, <laughs> one of my mates gets hold of my Instagram account on yeah. my fo- and just deletes it. I'm very good. I don't muck about, okay? Yeah. Me and Dino, that's my missus. Yeah. We've been together a long time, okay? Mm. But what happens is, it'll happen to her as well sometimes. So you go on there and you get a request from somebody and they're like an Instagram model and they're like, oh, coming to your show on Saturday. Mm. Can I get a tick? And then I'll be like, I don't, I don't say anything back. Yeah? Mm. But then you click on it and be like, oh, who's that? Who's that? And then you see a picture of them. And it's kapow, boom. <laughs> and then I double click on it. Now, in the messages, you can see all the love hearts you've ticked on. The last thing I want her is like, right. oh, Dino's there, like, oh, he's a good lad, he's a good, he's a good prick. He used to make me laugh a lot. And then, because it's in nature, and it, you go on, and it's like, you know, probably about 50 people have gone. Oh, I like that. Double clicks to get rid of the Instagram. Right. Well, technically, if she listens to this, I'm finished anyway. <laughs> Should we look in now? <laughs> I'm finished now. I'm finished now. I'm finished now anyway. But yeah, so that would be, you know what I mean? Because you don't want the lasting memory to be like, oh. Oh, you liked, what? You said she looked lovely. No, I didn't even say that. I just clicked the, like, the heart. Yeah, you know, but the heart. it doesn't matter. If you click the heart, you're saying you look I like, lovely. I, I, yeah, I like what I'm seeing. I mm. see what I'm liking. Right. Famous last words. You only eat once, don't be a knobhead. Nice. I think that's that's fair enough. I think that summed it up beautifully. I think so. Oh, gosh, this has been great. No, listen. I've, I've loved really, it. I've written, no, I've loved it. Good. And I've, oh. I don't think I said we're well, loved in a long time. I've loved He's this. Going. No. He's going. He's gone. Well, gang, we've come to the end. Or have we? It's not over yet, mate. We've got more hilarious bits with Gus and guests of episodes past over on our subscription podcast, Six Feet Under, where we rifle through your real-life deaf anecdotes and play a quick-fire question round in Take It To The Grave. Head to or where there's a will, there's a wake.com to subscribe. 
You've been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake with me, Cathy Burke. This is a Sony Music Entertainment production. My senior producer is Charlie Morell and my producer is Naya Dio, or as I like to call them, my goddesses. Sound engineering by Gulliver Tickle. Production coordinator is Archon Mohalay. Marketing by Abby Brock. Additional production and development from Chris Skinner. Original music written and performed by Jonathan Rathbone. The executive producer is Ollie Wilson.